and welcome to Blam Podcasts. Today, we're going to be speaking about beauty standards in black communities. Beauty standards are the individual requirements that women are expected to meet in order to embody the feminine beauty ideal for them to succeed personally and professionally within our society. Whilst beauty standards are universal, Western beauty standards differ from black beauty standards, both in predominantly black countries and in the diaspora. The European beauty standards is the idea that the more closely associated a person is with European features, then the more attractive they are considered to be. And these standards deem attributes that are most closely related to whiteness, such as lighter skin and straight hair, as the most beautiful. In predominantly black countries and in black communities in diaspora, curvy and thick and toned bodies amongst women are seen as beautiful as opposed to thin bodies which are seen as ideal according to white beauty standards. However, these are still beauty standards and black women who fall outside of this often struggle with confidence issues. Having said that, White beauty standards have created specific issues for black women, especially surrounding our skin tone and hair. And although beauty standards affect all women, these are issues which do not plague white women in the same way. For example, a lighter complexion and finer hair is seen as more desirable due to its juxtaposition with whiteness. This all contributes to the maintenance of power structures and reinforces anti-blackness within our societies. Did you know that Afro-textured hair was once used as one of the reasons to justify slavery? Owners of enslaved people argued that white people had hair, but black people did not. They compared our hair to wool and made racist comparisons to livestock in order to justify the atrocity. These ideas about black hair have persisted to present day. Ideas about black hair have meant that we are discriminated against at work, at school, by police and numerous other institutions. As a result, black people, and in particular black women, have self-hatred relating to our hair. But we are also forced to spend a lot of money on making our hair acceptable by society standards so that we can assimilate and reap the benefits that might not be afforded to us if we wore our hair in our natural textures. In the same way, lighter skin is seen as the ideal and this has its roots in colonialism which white beauty standards adhere to. This preference for lighter skinned over darker skinned is called colorism which we will touch upon in another episode. These ideas are perpetuated both inside and outside of black communities by a range of external forces and institutions. This includes education, media, family and friendship groups. White media perpetuates the idea that white women are the ideal image of beauty, whilst black media talks the idea that lighter women with fine hair are more beautiful. An example of this is the portrayal of Serena Williams in the media. She is often portrayed as aggressive and unattractive, as a darker skinned woman with a black phenotype. Subsequently, 
This results in the exclusion of black women in mainstream culture by both white beauty standards and black beauty standards, as they are deemed as less attractive by both. In turn, black women suffer with issues of self-acceptance as racialized beauty standards become internalized and lifelong issues with self-hatred can occur. women must face a world which deems them unattractive and endure ignorance, racial microaggressions and invalidation both within their communities and outside of it. This is, however, with the exception of exotification. Exotification is when someone is viewed as exotic or unusual which results in harmful and racist romanticized stereotypes about them. An example of this is Sarah Bartman, nicknamed Hot and Tot Venus by Europeans as they captured her, stripping her of her identity and self-worth by displaying her body to many different audiences, simply because they were fascinated with it. Beauty standards are very damaging to black communities. They are tools of oppression that reinforce sexism, racism, colorism and classism. They are built into our societies and embedded into our brains and contribute to the issues that we have with ourselves, including body dysmorphia, eating disorders and self-harm. However, black people and particularly black women have been resisting Western beauty standards for ages. One way in which we do this is when we create art about ourselves and we deem ourselves beautiful. We need to create art about what we deem beautiful within our own communities and return back to black styling techniques that have existed in our communities for centuries. Another way to resist beauty standards is to accept that we have a variety in the way that we look. We need to accept that black people do not have one distinct look and we are likely to resemble those in our families. So if your family members all have broad noses, then you're most likely to have one too. This is okay. It's not ugly. One thing that's helped me is tailoring my social media accounts to suit my experience. So I follow a lot of black women that look like me so that I can be reminded that we too are beautiful. Do you have any experiences with beauty standards or perhaps you have some tips on how to reject harmful beauty standards? Do let us know. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If anything that I mentioned resonates with you, please sign up for our free racial wellness therapy facilitated by our vetted therapists here at BLAM. Details of how to do so can be accessed on our website.